This is FBG Jen. And FBG Kristen. And I'm FBG Margot, host and producer. You're listening to the podcast that will help you keep a lid on the junk in the trunk and inspire you to live a happy and confident life. Each episode, we chat with motivational experts and celebs and share our own candid adventures in being healthy. If you're looking for a podcast that's equal parts hilarious and enlightening, well then welcome to the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. Welcome back to the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. This is FBG Margo and on the line today we have FBG Jen. Up. And we have FBG Kristen. Hey guys. And uh, I guess we all have spring fever today, do we not? I mean, we're looking forward to the new season. We're all, we all were sick of winter, and we have a little bit of that, that spring feeling in the air, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> I'm done with winter. I'm over winter. <laughs> yeah, it is- it's pretty much officially spring here already, so um, I've been basking in it. I was at the beach this morning. I was sitting out on my patio, like, forever yesterday evening. Sorry, guys. Life, pretty, life is pretty life choice. Is so you. you know what? <laughs> Highly recommend. You put you posted something on um, Instagram, by the way, and it was you with a dog. Do you remember what you said? Oh, um, I'm guessing that was. Um, I tell every dog I meet that I love them, and I've never once lied. Um. <laughs> that is the sweetest thing ever. I just had to tell you that. I thought that was so sweet. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's very true, and it's funny because I'm not. I'm not really that, well, I mean, it's not like I'm this cold, heartless bitch, right? Like I, I, but I don't, I, I don't like meet people and immediately like profess how wonderful I think they are. Like it takes me sometimes a little while to warm up to, um, to humans, but I legitimately like, I meet dogs and I'm just like, hello, how are you? I love you. And it's like, it's absolute honesty. So same here. Yeah. That was, um, actually my neighbor's dog. He's, He's like 14 and yeah, you're not supposed to take dogs to the beach, but we were there pretty early. So it was like, yeah, I think Luke would like, like checking out the beach. So we did. That's awesome. So something I want to bring up with you guys today. I don't know if you know this, but the Fit Bottom Girls podcast is on Spotify. What? So guys, tell them about our, I didn't know about this because believe it or not, I'm the one person that doesn't have a Spotify account. So tell everybody. Shut up, Marco. You I, don't have a Spotify account? I know. I've got to change things like that. So tell them about the Fit Bottom Girls playlist that happens every month on Spotify. Okay. So Kristen and I are, I think, kind of um, like kind of addicted to Spotify. <laughs> it's been for a long time. That's funny um, mildly. It really is. We we both like individually have our own Spotify accounts, and then there is a master of Fit Bottom Girls on Spotify account, which we can drop the link into um, the show notes for this. But we have created like all kinds of playlists, like going back for like a couple of years now. I think we have like yoga ones and kind of like good energy ones and best hip hop ones. But something we've been doing for the last, I don't know, maybe like it's been at least a year, I feel like. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, is that Kristen and I basically collectively come together and because we're always like searching for new music and new tunes and new stuff that like we just love and helps us refresh the workout playlist and so and I mean for years we've been just, just whopping yeah and just like sending it you know we'll hear something on the radio and immediately text the other one because we do have um appreciation for pretty similar things yeah so. high energy fun tunes and so yeah. why don't we together in a playlist because I mean, we have tons of readers that are like, yeah, I want new, I'm sick of my playlist, I'm sick of my playlist, give me new songs. And the best things in life are shared. So every single month, usually on the first Friday of the month, we do a post on Fit Bottom Girls that is just, here's here's the new tracks for this month, 
that we absolutely love to work out to. And they kind of cross all genres. So they'll be like rap and hip hop and indie and regular pop and just anything kind of like that makes you want to move is, is fair game. So it's really fun. And I, I kind of think the last few months we've kind of hit it out of the park because you never know, like if you're going to have a new, I don't know, a new popular person like drop a, you know, new album and then you're like, oh my God, there's like new Beyonce to pick from or something. But lately it's been like really, really, really good. Yeah. Well, and I, um, I really, I love this because it's got me doing this, like pulling things out specifically for a monthly playlist. It makes me listen to the, the music that I love differently. You know, I, so there's, um, there's a band that I've been really into for a few months called Rainbow Kitten Surprise. And they're, um, which number one, it's an awesome band name. I, it's the best band that's name like, ever. Gotta be a, yeah, I'm sure that there's a story behind it that I need to learn. But like, they're, they're great. I really like them in general. And so one of my, one of my greatest Spotify addictions is that they do new music Friday. And to be honest, like I probably dislike and skip solidly half, sometimes two thirds of the songs on, like, I'm not gonna, I don't love all of it, but it's awesome because (laughs) there will be bands that, you know, I maybe wouldn't have heard of otherwise that are coming out with new music. Um, that's really good and related they there's also if you guys I feel like I should be getting money back from Spotify at this point because I'm, I agree I'm just I love it but if you listen to it frequently you know they create your own little discover, discover this yeah thing. like discover weekly I think yeah maybe so there's yeah. you know you get like I think I have like six or seven different like discover channels because I listen to a really wide range of of stuff um and then they do your like your personal release radar Jen do you know this yes yes Oh yeah. That's yeah. So yeah. Even things that don't make new music Friday, because maybe it's like too obscure or I I don't, I have absolutely no idea how they pick things, but if it's new and it, sometimes it's on new music Friday, sometimes it's not, but it's a little more tailored to like stuff that you're already listening to. So anyway, all of that is to say that there is a song called fever pitch from rainbow kitten surprise that I probably wouldn't have listened to thinking like, hell yeah, workout song. (laughs) But then I listened to it and I was thinking of our playlist and I'm like, you know what, actually I would love this on the treadmill or like, I, it's fun. It's energetic. It's, it's cool. So funny story about the, whatever algorithm picks like your, your personalized discover playlist is that we tie my Spotify account into our Sonos system, which my husband also controls. So when we want to play music at our house, like he obviously like, we have similar music tastes, but we play different stuff. And we tend to play a lot of like classical music in the, in the evening, sometimes like when we're cooking dinner. And then he listens to a lot more, I would say kind of like older rock. And so sometimes I get so upset because my Discover, my Discover playlist, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear the latest like classical release. <laughs> <laughs> or I want to know that like, I don't know, like some, I can't even think of anyone at the top of my head. Like an old band has like a song out. I'm like, oh my God, no more. No, bro- no more prog rock. <laughs> so, be careful. Be careful. You have access to your phone and your Sonos. <laughs> I made Jared use a, a separate account because he uses his, um, like we do listen to a lot of similar music. He's he's definitely like, he skews more like rock than, um, and I skew a little more like indie songwriter, you know, things that sound like they belong on an Apple commercial. And uh, so, and then he also uses it for work where um, he plays a lot of Hawaiian sounding music. So yeah, every once in a while when I like 
<laughs> log into his. It's like Milikaliki Maka. No, not, not what I'm here for today. So I created a different channel called or a different um, playlist called Make Jared Happy, and that way I can just if we're driving along and we're using my phone and my account, then I can just put that on, and I know it's stuff that he'll like, stuff that I like. Everybody's good. That's funny. That's hilarious. You guys, this is this kind of this is on a music topic, but it's a little bit different. So that has been where I've been getting a lot of my new music. But I've recently been going to Orange Theory a bunch, and I go to enough classes that I kind of know like what instructors play what music on what playlists. And recently, I have just been exposed. To, I feel like so much different hip hop and rap that I would never like fully listen to. When I find myself actually like when I'm on the treadmill rowing or running, I like sit there and I listen to all the lyrics as I run because it's kind of interesting. So I've really kind of found a whole bunch of new music like at the gym, which I think is I don't know, kind of fun. You guys ever yeah. find new music? I mean, Margo, you probably give people new music I do. when you teach your class. Yeah, I listen to a lot of online radio stations like during the day and so, and I listen to like different places around the country because what they play in New York is different than what they play in San Francisco. And there's a Toronto station that I really like that plays indie rock there. I know I can get really weird with my choices. Know. I know, of course. <laughs> but I don't know about you guys. The song that I've been obsessed with, I think for about six months, and it's called No Roots by Alice Merton. <gasps> I love that song too. Yeah. It's like, I, I got no roots oh. on my no bones. Yeah. I've got no roots. I want to say that was on one of our monthly playlists. Oh. Because I was obsessed cold. with it. I'm now going to, hold on, I'm going to meet myself and go find it. Give it, me a second. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's been one of my favorites. Like that's, I've been obsessed with it. So it, that's like one of those songs that I, I've been playing in my classes and stuff like that. But I've been taking hot yoga lately. So it's been good for me mm-hmm. because she plays really interesting, like you said, like indie songwriter stuff that sometimes I don't get so much. And so I've been getting some right. music from her. And so that's been really fun. It's been fun being a student lately, guys. I've really enjoyed it. I kind of yeah. miss doing that. And it's really good for you. It's good for the soul. Yep. Best new workout songs of December. Oh, 2017. <gasps> Alice yep. Merton, you guys, no roots. Get that. It is just it's get really I run on it. And I forgot to mention, um, just real quick, you guys, if you have an Alexa and you want to listen to the show, unfortunately, not yet. You can't just say, hey, Alexa, play the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. We have to get a little more popular. But if you have your phone, you have the TuneIn app, you type in Fit Bottom Girls and we're there. And you can listen to us on the Alexa when you're cooking or you're doing stuff around the apartment. So you don't have to use the battery on your phone, which is like, I, I felt so famous when we were on the Alexa. I can't tell you how like, <laughs> how cool that made me and, feel. And it's like the best multitasking, you know, how to like listen to a podcast while you're doing something else like mine. Unless it makes it more fun, and then hopefully you, hopefully you enjoy us, and then you maybe learn something too from our guests, and occasionally us. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, if I can keep someone company like while they clean their house, I feel like that's, I don't know, paying it forward or something. Because I know that I really appreciate it when I'm doing a, something that I don't want to be doing, like cleaning, and yeah. I listen to a podcast and it like takes my mind off of the fact that I'm you know folding my 900th pair of underwear or whatever. <clears throat> like, I mean. Shankar Vedantam, if you're out there listening, I'm sure you're not, but from Hidden Brain on um, NPR, like, he folds so much underwear with me, you guys. It's <laughs> yeah, Okay, so what are your favorite podcasts? Um, well, I, obviously, Hidden Brain, I like all the NPR ones because I'm a nerd. Me too. A good nerd. I'm into nerds. And then I, you know, we had Sarah James on, and she does yep. the selfie podcast, and I really enjoy them. Like, I think that they are, they're fun, they're like us. Totally. And they just touch on tons of different, tons of different topics. I'm a dork. I kind of um just follow Danielle Laporte on around like wherever 
choose a guest. Oh, really? <laughs> find new stuff, though. Yeah, I'm like such a groupie. Um, but I'll be like, oh, this is a kind of a fun one. And then I find myself because she'll, she does, she carries, you know, she talks about so many different areas. And so, you know, I might end up on something that's about like uh, business success. And then I'll turn around and find something that's about like relationships. And that's kind of how, um, like, I found Terry Cole. I think was she was on something else with with Terry Cole. And then she, we were like, oh, we got to talk to Harry, Terry Cole and have her on our show and everything. And yeah, but you kind of can't go wrong with anything anything by NPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like have the, the best ones. Yeah. Freakonomics one is always fascinating. And I tend to do most of my podcast listening, honestly, like when we're um, on road trips. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit distracting with a toddler. <laughs> um, there's just a lot of chatter or a lot of no mama too loud. Gotcha. <laughs> and she wants like media, which is like cartoons. So, yeah, it's kind of same thing in the, in the, in the car. There's just, I listen to the, the, the Gwen podcast. <laughs> Yeah. I like Terry so, Cole. You, you were in it, Margo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say the Terry um, Cole so podcast guys, is really good. Yeah. 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 Do you guys go and um, rate the ones that you listen to and you like? I certainly do. I should. You should. Everyone should because, good. you know, Margo, you were talking about the fact that you can't just tell Alexa to play us because we have not gotten quite big enough. How do you get bigger? By getting rated, I think, right? Absolutely. That yeah, that's how it works. That's how <laughs> podcasts work in Apple Podcasts. So it's not just your downloads, but it's also like the number of people that comment on your show and especially positive comments. If you don't, if you hate us, just pretend this conversation never happened. But if you like yeah. this, if you like this show and they don't make it easy, and I apologize for that ahead of time, Apple doesn't make it easy because you have to come up with a, a name that you can use and stuff like that. You got to register. But if you do it's love podcasts, Lover 1993. <laughs> <laughs> 1993, is that what you said? Yeah, I don't know. Like the best year for music ever, 1993. Sorry, just to pull it. I agree. But anyway, yeah, so you go into Apple. If you like the show, you leave a few stars. And if you leave a review, it really helps us get a little bit more standing and iTunes so everybody can hear about us. So that's a great call out, Kristen. We should, if you guys love us and if you you just like us an awful lot, we would love that if you could leave a review. And we will read all the five-star reviews on the air. So please don't be shy. And if you like the show also, share on Twitter, share on Facebook, tell your friends. You know, we love putting on the show and uh, we want to meet more and more people, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're always feedback too. So if there's like someone you're like, I really want you guys to do an episode on this or that. Like we're all just about, let's have some good conversations. Let's learn some new stuff. Let's feel like we're together with a like-minded community. Got some support, got some love and yeah, yeah. kind of make the and world a little bit of a better place, shall we? For sure. And you know, we, I, I think that we are kind of, planning something fun for um for a little later this spring that's going to be a another like just us girls episode where we're going to be asking one another some questions so if any of you guys are listening and you're like you know what i really want to know what margot thinks about this you know let us know like we we want this we know that we're talking at you guys a lot (laughs) but to be honest like a, a lot of times i feel like this is a little bit of a conversation even in the the pre-show um because we do get feedback and we get emails from you guys saying like hey can you guys share some um you know some of the meals that you're that you're into or what workouts you're doing stuff like that so if you guys have things that you'd like to hear about like really let us know we are extreme real normal accessible women over here like we want to hear from you yeah we we love you we love you guys and we want your ideas oh i just said i loved people oh my god you do you love people you love dogs what's happening you've grown so much Maybe oh. you could turn into a hugger any second now. 
you know, I'm getting there. I think I'm so. getting far more comfortable with, um, with human it. contact. Yeah, yeah, and you guys, you can reach out to us, podcast at fitbottomgirls.com. Great place to send us an email. Reach out to, out to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, all the spots. You can definitely reach out to us. We would love that because this is your show, too. It's, it is your show. You know, we need yeah. you. So please tell us what you want to hear or what guests you want us to go after. And, and dream big, you know. We, we had Bob Harper <laughs> on twice, people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're going to go right into our interview today with Sia Cooper. Sounds yeah, great. Let's do it. So here we go, guys. Sia Cooper. She is a mom. She's a trainer. She's very popular on Instagram and the YouTubes and all that stuff like that. And she's got some great advice for you guys. So here we go. Sia Cooper. Sia Cooper is a mother of two, a certified personal trainer and licensed nurse who has helped thousands of women look and feel their best during and after their pregnancy with her 12-week home workout program, The Strong Body Guide. Her blog gets over 350,000 visits a month, and she boasts an impressive 900,000 followers on her Instagram page. Her work has been featured in Us Weekly, People, and The Daily Mail, among others. She is here today to talk about her best advice for new moms and moms-to-be to get healthy and focused. Welcome to the show, Sia Cooper. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. This is FBG Margo, and on the line today, we have FBG Jen. Hello. And we have FBG Kristen. Hey, guys. And I'm going to ask the first question for you, Sia. So I've been checking out your Instagram feed, and you lead a very active life, I must say. It's fun to follow you. (laughs) Thank you. So you have a few prenatal and postpartum programs to help moms and moms-to-be get into their best shape. On your blog, you offer these to them. So can you give us your best advice to anyone in our audience on any changes they should make in their workouts while pregnant, or does anything really need to change at all? Well, honestly, a good rule of thumb is basically what you were able to do physically prior to pregnancy, you can continue throughout pregnancy. However, if you've never ran a marathon a day in your life, pregnancy is not the time to start. Um, As long as your body's conditioned to an activity, you're safe to go. And any doctor will tell you that. Obviously, when you are pregnant, there are some moves that you will want to modify. For example, when I was pregnant, I stopped doing abdominal exercises because the extra pressure on your abdomen can risk you for a condition called diastasis recti in which your uh, abdominal muscles will split into two halves and it'll create kind of like a bulge, you know, like a tummy pooch in your lower abdomen. And um, other than, you know, doing hardcore moves like, you know, planks, crunches, anything to put extra uh, pressure on your abdomen, you know, any moves where you can jump, box jumps where you can possibly fall off and hit your belly. But then again, you know, I was doing box jumps when, you know, early in my pregnancy. So it's all about listening to your body and knowing your limitations. All right. So one of the things that um, I think we all know here is that working from home can be both a blessing and a curse. So because you do this and you have, you know, and you're a mom and all of this, how do you find that balance? How do you separate work and home or is there not really much separation? Honestly, I am still searching for that balance. Um, Mm. It's been about four years now. You have to know when to set your phone down. You need, you know, you have to know when to set the computer down. I try to get most of my work done in the morning time. And so whenever my kids come home from school, you know, I kind of limit the computer time at night. But in the beginning of my business, when I was hustling to make something out of nothing, I was constantly working. I was constantly blogging, constantly posting on social media. Um, there were nights where I would stay up very late and there were mornings where I'd be up at 4 a.m. because I had to blog. I had to work. 
Um, but now that, you know, I've, I'm much more established, I've kind of learned the fine lines between home and work, but it's still, it's still blurry sometimes because there's things that you have to do. Um, but family always comes first. Definitely. What kind of advice can you give on kind of just that, that huge life change that happens when you go from like pregnant to actually having a kid, having them out into the world and how everything kind of changes. Do you have any advice for what it's like to make that adjustment and any lessons that you'd want to pass on to new moms? What do you mean by just um, like just becoming a new mom for the first time? Yeah. I mean, going from like, oh, I can, you know, work out whenever I want. I can work whenever I want to, I mean, to really being like, yeah, like not only family first, but like that little one, like they are, there's really no choice. <laughs> right. You know, they well, kind of want everything, you know? Well, prior, whenever I was pregnant and, you know, prior to having my first baby, I would, I would be at, you know, the gym at 5 a.m. And, you know, I had my schedule, I had my routine. And then as soon as I had my firstborn, I realized, hey, I can't make it to the gym anymore. You know, this is a big wake up call. And, you know, I don't have as much time. And, um, you know, I learned to grasp every spare moment that I had. I had to realize that, hey, when the baby sleeps, you know, one, okay, the advice that I hate so much that I've always been given, which my husband who's sitting right next to me would give me is sleep when the baby sleeps. Okay. That's like the biggest load because when the baby <laughs> sleeps, that's when, that's when you have to do laundry. That's when you work out. That's when you, you know, get your work done. And so basically take, take advantage of every spare moment that you get, you know, because after becoming a new mom, your child will, you know, take up your entire day. And that's why I create, I created the home workout because I realized I could not make it to a gym anymore. It just wasn't easy accessible. So I I started my hormones. Like I actually had a really hard time, even if I wanted to sleep when she was Mm -hmm. sleeping, like I like couldn't shut down. I was like, right. oh no, I have to do all these other things. And so I, <laughs> I think because that is, that is the one piece of, piece of advice that people say all the time. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Get, get, you know, stuff done. So absolutely. So you are certified by NASM, which is a highly respected organizations and right. uh, kudos to you for that. Um, we have, Thank you. You, we have a lot of uh, fitness instructors and trainers that listen to our podcast and I kind of wanted to get your best advice to them. What should they do for their clients who are pregnant? Are there any special instructions or anything they should yes. do? Keep in mind. Yes. The number one thing is just to listen to them because each pregnancy is different. Each baby is different. Each woman is different. Um, Not every pregnant woman is going to be able to do a plank without risking diastasis recti. And every, uh, excuse me, not every prenatal client is going to be able to run a mile. Um, You know, I was running until the day I went into labor, but, you know, I have a friend who had SPD, you know, where your hips, basically your joints soften so much and you have this horrific pelvic pain that you know you feel like if you run you're gonna you know your baby's gonna fall out so I mean of course and then you have placenta preview and other like medical conditions that you really need to get you know seek advice from a doctor but basically just listen to your clients your clients will tell you everything that you need to know because they know their body best and pregnancy is not the time to risk or try anything new mm-hmm. so let's talk about the pelvic floor mm-hmm. <laughs> always a sexy topic yes. um what, how much do you incorporate, like, targeting that and kind of working on that that health in, in your programs and your life and, and the work that you do with other people? It's very important. Um, I've written many blogs about it, 
especially, you know, diastasis recti. But um, as far as pelvic floor goes, um, pregnancy takes a toll on it. Um, I've noticed for myself, there have been moments where, you know, I went to a trampoline park with my son and I wasn't able to jump anymore because, <laughs> you know, it surprised me because I never thought that I would have issues, you know, with bladder leaking or anything from having a weak pelvic floor. And that was my wake up call to, hey, you know, you need to start working on this just because you can't feel it doesn't mean that you're, you know, your pelvic floor isn't weak. And so I realized the importance of that. And I started, you know, talking more about strengthening with keno, not, not just kegels, but, you know, heel taps and marching and different exercises for that. There's so much thing, you know, there's so much, it's so underrated. Mm. The pelvic floor work is and a lot of women don't do it until it's too late. Yeah. So, <clears throat> With all of your clients, I'm sure that they all come to you with different beliefs and different, you know, obviously different experiences coming in. Mm -hmm. um, and I wonder, what are some of the biggest misconceptions that your clients come to you with, maybe about healthy eating or about workouts? The biggest misconception is um, seeing results within a few weeks. I think automatically, you know, if they eat a good meal for a week um, or, you know, can go to the gym consistently for a week, that they're going to see results or, you know, lose five pounds, you know, basically um, instant, instant gratification is probably the most misleading uh, misconception that I get. And, you know, people don't understand that, you know, good things take time. And that's why my workout plans, you know, are in increments of 12 weeks, I say, you know, give it the full 12 weeks before you see any sort of change. So what advice would you give to new moms who have to wait for a few weeks before they're allowed to work out, before the doctor gives them the okay to do so, mm -hmm. but they really miss exercising? What advice do you give them? Well, I was one of those moms. Mm -hmm. It it it, uh, it drove me crazy to kind of sit and wait during the six-week period. So the second time around, after being, you know, a seasoned mom, I started doing, uh, you know, some light walking. I, I got on my treadmill. I did, you know, I didn't push myself, but I did what was comfortable. I started doing pelvic floor exercises, but, you know, I didn't lift and I didn't squat anything heavy. I just listened to my body. And basically, I if you want to do anything during your six-week wait, I say go for it. Obviously, nothing strenuous because you don't want to tear open I mean, your uterus is healing you don't want to tear open that wound so i think we talked a little bit um a little bit about instagram and you have like a huge following on instagram do you have any like hard and fast rules on what you will and what you won't share with your audience and um if that involves your kids or not or how do you kind of sort through that i would say i have any rules um i noticed that a lot of Instagrams uh, lately with a lot of followers are, you know, but boobs and risque and lingerie. And, you know, a lot of the things I wear is, uh, you know, sport, sporty, sport bra. Um, I, I try to stay away from posting anything too risque because that attracts a, more of a male following. And mm -hmm. I'm not catering to the male <laughs> population. <laughs> men are not going to buy my programs at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's basically my, the only rule that I have. I, I don't really post anything too sexual. I try to stay away from that and, you know, just cater. I, I post what a woman would want to see, not what a man would want to see. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. We talked just briefly about your programs, but maybe you can tell, tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do and what you offer. And with that in mind, I'm wondering if you ever have clients who come in who are like, no, I just can't be motivated to work out at home. And if that's the mm -hmm. case, what you recommend? 
there's there's I mean obviously working out at home is works for some women however um you know being at home you have the tv there you have food there you have kids there I mean I mean you have all these distractions that you wouldn't otherwise have if you went to a gym with nothing but machines and weights and nothing else to distract you right and it's always hard to say that they have to find motivation within them within themselves and remember why they are doing this, why they're getting fit, why they're bettering their health. You know, I can't make them become motivated to work out. I can't force them to do it. They have to find that within themselves, which is why I always say, hey, you know, you should create a motivational board. I remember back in the day, like 2010, I had um, like screensavers of like Jamie Eason because she was my role model. And back when I was losing my weight, um, you know, I would refer back to pictures of her and remind myself why I wanted to work out and why I wanted to get fit. And so, um, but my, my programs are tailored for um, not just moms, just anyone in general who doesn't want to either, either don't want to go to the gym or they want to stay at home and work out. Um, I, I figured that a lot of women, and I found this really odd, a lot of women are actually intimidated to go to a gym. Um, I've never been that way, but I guess a lot of women don't feel comfortable working around other people or they don't want to be watched or they feel inadequate. And so that's another you know, good selling point of my program is that you can do it at home, but you can also do it anywhere. All you need is, is a couple of dumbbells and you can do the workouts on vacation while you're traveling and you don't need like a whole lot of space. It's great for college students in their dorms. Um, yeah. What are the workouts that you're into these days? Are you, are you excited about any new trends that are going on out there? Um, I've been doing a little bit of TRX at my uh, chiropractor office. They offer, uh, I, I've been doing their rehab, which I have, um, I have a neck injury from a few years ago. And so I've been rebu- rebuilding my core, trying to strengthen my core. And, and so my trainer has been getting me into some TRX. But other than that, I kind of stick to minimal cardio and I do weights at home, lifting the barbell. So do you have any um, other women, specifically moms, like that you look up to, any mom fitness heroes or, you know, she heroes? <laughs> she rose. Um, I love Massey Arias. She is so kick-ass. I love her. Um, Emily Skye, of course. She just had her baby. Definitely look up to them. Awesome. Very cool. And I love that you mentioned uh, Jamie Eason. I was at an event yes, with her, her last, yeah, yeah uh, last fall, and she was just like the sweetest person. Um, yes, she's never changed ever. Yeah, she was wonderful. So what are some of your favorite healthy snacks or healthy meals? Um, Let's see. Uh, Snacks, I like beef jerky, uh, boiled eggs, dried fruit, nuts, seeds. Um, Trying to think. Just ate. We just ate lunch. (laughs) (laughs) healthy meals I actually do hello fresh we do hello fresh four times a week believe it or not hmm. nice. uh, we've, been, we've been doing them for about a year kind of cuts back on time and most of the meals are very easy to make and they're healthy so but one of my favorite foods is steak with green beans mashed potatoes which i just ate for lunch <laughs> but i like to keep it simple what kind of music do you like to listen to when you're working out what what inspires you I love, uh, lately I've been into Breaking Benjamin, and also love The Weeknd and Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> ramped up. But it, it really depends. Like, if I'm lifting weights, I'd like to listen to something with a slower beat, uh, well, more steady. And then, of course, cardio, something with uh, over 150 beats per minute. 
So you've been doing this for, you know, quite a while. And, you know, I think when, like all of us, you know, we, we like to work out, we like to push ourselves, but sometimes it's kind of like, oh, like I've, I've done a lot of things. Like what's, what's the new goal? Like, do you continue to set fitness goals? And, and if so, what are, what are those currently? My main goal since uh, having my second child almost, almost two years ago, I can't believe it's been that long. It's just <laughs> to get stronger. I, I mean, I'm human. I have my setbacks. Um, I went to Hawaii last November and I've been in a rut like during the holidays trying to get back on it, which I finally <laughs> think I'm back there. But um, yeah, I fall off the wagon just like anyone else. And I think it's important for your listeners and just any other you know woman out there to realize that, that we're not, you know, mythical creatures. We're, we're human. You know, we like to eat foods that we shouldn't be eating. We like to sit on the couch sometimes and Netflix. But um, my main goal is just to continue getting stronger and stronger because eventually I do want to have another baby someday. And I want to make sure that I'm, you know, strong and healthy for that. Awesome. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think I've got one more question left unless anybody else has one they want to jump in with. Okay. Margo, Jen, you guys good? All good. All right. So this is a question that we ask everyone at the end of our podcast interviews, and it is, what was the last song you listened to before you joined us today? Oh, my goodness. I actually (laughs) wasn't. I wasn't listening to a song. I was listening to Howard Stern on Sirius. Oh, me too. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I just was. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And Richard was talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I was listening to Robin's News. Every day around this time, I listen to Robin's News. That's... And I love it's steak and potatoes. Ritual. You and I could be total best friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's my morning ritual. I listen to Howard every morning. Oh, that's awesome. That's yes. a first. That's a first for us on this show. All right. Yes. <laughs> I hope you'll take it. Yes. <laughs> well, awesome. thank, thank you so much for being on the show today and making some time for us. Of course. Thank you guys for calling me. Love this show? Tell us why in a five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read it on the air. Also, make sure you are a subscriber. If you want to reach out to say hi or have a question about a recent episode, yay, well, feel free to email us at podcast at fitboundgirls.com. And if this podcast jives perfectly with your brand, consider sponsoring the show. Get more info by emailing advertising at fitbottomgirls.com. Find all kinds of Fit Bottom goodness online and on social media at Fit Bottom Girls, Fit Bottom Mamas, Fit Bottom Eats, and Fit Bottom Zen. And if books and movies are your thing, check out the other podcast I co-host called Book vs. Movie, which you can find anywhere where you search for podcasts. Thanks for listening.